The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Roberto Negro. Money investing in more, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Current market conditions, no doubt. We talk about the sins that people make when it comes to investing. It's great to be good. It's wonderful to be nice. But every now and then we get naughty and we make mistakes. And I think that's one of the bigger things that we need to start figuring out and stop doing. Growing older usually means getting more disciplined financially. Some millennials say they aren't quite there yet. And this isn't just for millennials. I try to do this show for Generation X, a little bit of baby boomers. But I do try to focus on the mistakes that we've made so we can all learn from it and maybe pass some of these ideas on to each other. Nearly one in three millennials say they have spent money budgeted for other things on themselves. Uh Uh-oh. Thou shall not spend thy investment piggy bank, right? They're more than twice as likely to do so than Generation Xers, and they're almost eight times more likely than baby boomers. So there's something called an emergency fund. You're supposed to have somewhere between two to six months of cash in hand that you're going to use in case of an emergency. For instance, and this is, you know, I'm taking this millennial data and I'm extrapolating it onto something else. I'm kind of franken-weening it together, which for the record was a pretty disturbing movie if you're a kid. Dog gets hit by a car. Little kid gets upset. He decides to put the dog back together with various parts and such. And uh, it's not a kid's movie, in my opinion. Not a kid's movie. So your emergency money. I just got back from a trip, and I don't know. I don't know if I was just punch drunk from flights. I don't know what it was. But uh, I turned on my TV, and I was like, you look beautiful, TV. Like, the resolution looked good. I, mean, I didn't watch TV. I was in a foreign land, and I didn't watch TV. And long story short, my TV looked really crisp. It looked really clear. I was like, whoa, that's pretty nice. Now, every now and then come Super Bowl time, and I see these ads for 55-inch TV, 60-inch TV, 65-inch TV. I'm like, I don't even need that, you know. In hindsight, I have a little bit of a buyer's regret that I got a 50-inch TV last time around, and I maybe a 52, and like it could fit a 55, 57. I would have to take out a wall 
I would have to like open up a window to fit anything bigger. But I do every now and then go, I wish I had, I wish I had. And on a vacation on occasion, um, you know, there's a spa that I just saw that um, a 80 minute back rub cost $250 or $280. It was more than $3 a minute. I'm like, Ooh, that ain't cheap. Um, don't fall asleep during that massage. If you know what I'm saying? Um, so nearly one in three millennials say they've spent money budgeted for other things on themselves. And it's basically a sin in my opinion. So in the end, you can't steal from Peter to pay Paul. And I'm not going to get into a religious argument or make you feel guilty about it. But on occasion during Super Bowl season, when I see these big TVs and I hear about my friends, I've got a friend who has a hundred inch TV in his garage and he calls it the Taj or the Taj Mahal or the garage Mahal or something along those lines. And in hindsight, I'm like, okay, so when you're 70 and you're living in a trailer, good luck moving that 100-inch TV into the trailer. Millennials have admitted to other big sins, not only just taking money from their emergency funds and spending on things like TVs or vacations. One-third said they were prone to excessive or frivolous spending. And almost a quarter said they have hidden purchases from a spouse or a partner, a higher rate than the Generation Xers or Boomers. Let's stick with the first one for a second. One-third said they were prone to excessive or frivolous spending. Have you ever been, can you hear this late-night TV commercial now? Have you ever been prone to excessive or frivolous spending? Do you need help? Yes. 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 I just got a MacBook Pro, and instead of getting just a good MacBook Pro, I got a great MacBook Pro. You have to turn it on like a lawnmower. It's got a pull cord on it. It's awesome. It runs on diesel. It's amazing. When people see it at the gym, they're like, can I, can I, can I touch it? And I'm like, no. Uh, but long story short, have you ever done an expensive or frivolous spending? I certainly have. When you get a truck and you go... I'd kind of like the leather seats. Don't leather seats in truck kind of like kind of conflict with one another? Isn't a truck used for like hauling around dirt and mud and building supplies and climbing over mountains and doing manly things? Getting old stinks. I was on vacation. I had my shirt off and someone someone laughed at my body. I was body shamed. But... I digress. Have you have you ever done anything that was excessive or frivolous? And of course you have. And that's considered a sin in the world of finances. Now, a quarter of people, have you ever hidden purchases from a spouse or a partner? And millennials do it more so than Generation Xers or baby boomers. Now, obviously you can get into the dark, dark, dark side and go, yes, honey, um, I went to Vegas, I went to Reno, and I spent money gambling. I, I took money out of our bank account. Sure, there's that. But there's also the, the situations where, you know, are, are, that are much lighter or much easier, where you just wanted, you know, something new, a new pair of shoes, a new jacket, um, you know, a, a nice dress, and you, you end up buying like six of them. And you know you're going to return five, but then you return four. So not only does that hit the frivolous, but it also maybe hits something that you're hiding from the other person. There's silly rules out there, and one of the rules is called the 50-20-30, which puts 50% of your income towards essentials like housing, groceries, and debt. 20% towards savings, which is fantastic if you can do it. And 30% towards discretionary purchases and other wants. The problem with this is it runs into the reality world of 
50% into housing, groceries, and debt payments. It doesn't take a rocket scientist, genius, uh, mobile Better application out. developer, um, enlightened soul to know that 50% of your income in some parts of the United States is, isn't real to put into housing. Just housing before you even get in groceries and debt. Because don't forget, when you make a dollar, you know, the federal government goes, we want 25% of that. And then the state government says, we want 10% of that. Social Security is like, we want 5% of that. Um, disability, we, we want to know our percent of that. And then you, like, you're like, what do I have left? What do I have left? Um, and it's not much. And then there's a sales tax on top of it of anything you spend. So 50% of your income towards essentials like housing, groceries, and debt payments. And in the Bay Area, across the United States, there's a plague going on right now. And it is a plague. Um, I was recently reviewing my notes for the last year. Toronto housing prices hitting a problem. Vancouver housing prices hitting a problem. London housing prices hitting a problem. Australia prices, uh, housing problems hitting a, uh, housing prices hitting a problem. It's, it's, it's going to be a plague. It is going to be a problem and we're buying at highs right now. It's something we need to be very cautious on because in all of these articles it says the real estate's growing at 5% in some of these markets, sometimes faster. But incomes are growing at 2% or less in these markets. And in the end, those are the two correlating factors. Yes, you can get some savvy investors. Yes, you can get situations like that. But investors eventually want to turn it into flipping into rents. That ain't going to work either. Hey, everyone, guess who's back? Back again. (laughs) Rob Black is back. Shady's back. Tell a friend. So, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Find out more about me at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. I always have seminars coming up. You can always use code RADIO25 to get in. I've created a monster because nobody wants to see Rob Black no more. I'm back. Shady's back. Comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Do you believe we could walk on water? Is it a song about arrogance or is it a song about a superpower? Sometimes I don't know. I'll tell you a superpower. Apple. They've had a great year. Amazon's had a great year. Wow. Right? Amazon's been named Company of the Year by Yahoo Finance. I don't disagree with that. Um, If you stop and think about it, some of the stories we're now telling about Amazon are are incredible. We're like, um, they're going to put Macy's out of business. Um, They're going to do... How many TV shows? Um, they're going to do how many movies? They're going to do, uh, like, it's pretty crazy. Amazon's position is retail juggernaut. We've always kind of known that, but it seems to be getting bigger. Um, Jeff Bezos has big old biceps. And 
it's a stark symbol of how I know, I know. It's a stark symbol of how he and Amazon have, you know, just gone from peddling books online to we're now using the word maybe they will get maybe that company will get Amazon. So Amazon bought Whole Foods this year and every single grocery store stock went down. It's not how much, you know, they're up 60%. Um for the year, but how much did they take away from other companies' market cap and wealth? And when they bought Whole Foods, we all went, huh, that doesn't make sense because Whole Foods struggles. But they bought Whole Foods after Whole Foods dropped 30% from its all-time highs. So they didn't pay full price or they didn't pay an exorbitant price. And then we learned Amazon Web Services has $18 billion in annual run rate in revenue. Um, And then we hear Amazon might be getting into pharmaceuticals. And then we hear Amazon and Alexa becoming the undisputed market leader for voice assistance, while Apple sits there and tinkers with their, their HomePod. Amazon's massive size and influence is part of the reason why. I, I, they've innovated. They've moved markets. They've pushed boundaries. They've joined you know companies that are dominant. So just trying to keep up to date with them is brutally tough to pull off. They say that their focus is on pioneering. They won't admit to saying uh, that you know they're in the business of putting other companies out of business. You know, uh, they're not focused on conquering. So they say that that's a business model some people could choose, but they're trying to invent, not disrupt. Uh, I love Amazon Prime. I love getting my toilet paper and my paper towels delivered because those are things you never want to run out. So I get a subscription to them. I love the idea of replacing my toothbrush every month, so I get a toothbrush thrown in. I know you're saying, you're so filthy rich, Rob, that you throw away your toothbrush every month. I do. Um, So on corporate earnings calls this year of other companies, Amazon was cited. They've got the competition looking for them. They got the competition freaked out. So CVS spending $69 billion to acquire health insurer Aetna is viewed by a lot of people as a preemptive strike. Target bought a shipping company called Shipt, S-H-I-P-T. Sounds like a dirty word if you don't hear the P in there. It's a same-day delivery company. Has Amazon led that change? Do they got? Do they have Target freaked out? You better believe they do. Now, Walmart, for, for them, I'll give them a lot of credit. They've, they've stepped up their digital game. We'll see. Again, I, I don't want to get too much into it as far as, um, uh, you know, over-focusing on Amazon. But some of these big companies, they're going to benefit even more from net neutrality. And the the laws being loosened up, the innovators don't have to always win. But do you think Amazon's an innovator? Or do you think they're just an evil, mean company? I'd be interested in hearing what you think, um, because I think it's been quite a year for them. So Black Friday, they pulled off a hundred billion. Uh, Black Friday was so successful, excuse me, that they made. You know, Jeff Bezos' net worth 
soar. The 10th anniversary of the Kindle e-reader. I know people that don't want books. They just want the digital book. They don't want to hold it in their hand. Now, I know there's some people like, oh, I still like holding a book in my hand. Okay, dinosaur. Um, Jeff Bezos is worth over $100 billion. His company is going to march towards a trillion. Uh, they introduced a new product this year called Amazon Key, which lets Prime members who deliver to your home not leave it on the doorstep. And aren't they the worst animals in the world, people who steal packages? If you elect me governor of the state of California, I will put to death people who steal packages from your door. If you elect me president or governor of California, I will put anyone who spams email you in prison for life. That's that's the only platform I'm running on. Those two things. Stopping spam and snuffing out the package thieves. So that's it. The price of the original Kindle in 2007 was $399. Now you can get them for 50 bucks. Um, Amazon this year, they said, we're going to open up a second headquarters, HQ2. Because we've moved the price of real estate in Seattle so much, we want to find somewhere where it's a little more affordable for new employees. And they got 238 cities saying, please, 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 pick us, pick us, pick us. They've had some problems. Roy Price, their head of the Amazon Studios, stepped down after sexual harassment allegations. As did Jeffrey Tambor. He exited Amazon's Transparent for the same reason. Um, Amazon announced they're hiring 120,000 seasonal workers this year. Amazon's got a, head, Amazon's got a headquarters. They've got 4,000 dogs hanging out with them. Now, they've got, what did I say, 120,000 seasonal workers? They've got 500,000 full-time regular workers. They got video products like the um, Fire TV, the Echo Connect, the Echo Spot, the Echo Plus, the Echo Speaker. They're licensing Alexa into other projects. They, they, they win. They got three films nominated for Oscars. They win. Company of the year. I'm with, I'm with Yahoo Finance on that one. Companies are afraid of them. When you can strike fear into someone, you win. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Eight hundred 
1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Got a lot going on. All right. In the world of investing. Kind of end of the year thing going on. The SEC has filed charges against Robert Shapiro for allegedly he bilking investors, many of them senior citizens, out of $1.2 billion. What do you do with that? You steal money from old people. When is enough enough? $1.2 billion. 8,400 investors the SEC has found so far. He promised people 5 to 10% annually. So when you hear a commercial that says 5%, 6%, 7% annual returns, you need to run. In my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. A lot of myths out there. Promising for someone 5 to 10%, you can't legally do. And when you try to say something, I mean, a compliance officer for a financial firm runs email checks on employees, and they scan for words like five guarantee, uh, promise. You can't do it. It's against the law. So this guy built $1.2 billion from seniors. Maybe this holiday season, when you're settling up to your old mom, your old dad, you go, hey, how's your money doing? What are you investing in? Try to ask some questions. If you can, this has been an interesting year, and it's going to be an interesting year next year. You're seeing low-wage workers. They're going to get paid more in 18-plus states starting in 2018 as minimum federal minimum wages can't keep up with economies. So state and local cities have mandated higher minimum wages, sometimes two times what the federal minimum wage is. Now, the question is, do you want to work for minimum wage? Like, is this an accomplishment? Of course it is. Is it what we want? No. The real value of minimum wage peaked in 1968 at $9.90 adjusted for inflation. Since then, inflation has been killing wage inflation, cost inflation, you know, things that you buy. Minimum wage is... Growing with productivity, yes. Minimum wage growing with uh, cost of living, no. So, minimum wage is an issue. And uh, I don't want anything to do with it. I know some people who want to own businesses like Kinko's and stuff. And I'm like, no, not for me. Uh, one is me, that just sounds like a nightmare. But speaking of nightmares, it's that time of year. It's the family time of year. Hang out with your family. The states where it's most and least affordable to raise your children. 
the average American family is going to spend $233,000 to raise a child. But that number can fluctuate depending on where you live. The least affordable states to raise a kid, New York, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, and Florida. The most affordable, Maryland, New Jersey, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Connecticut. Isn't that interesting? Like, where's California and Texas on that one? They're too big. They're too random. The cost of raising children, there's some factors in it. How many kids do you have? Whether you're a single parent, double parent, uh, two-parent household, couples tend to earn more and, as a result, spend more on their children when they're couples. If you're a single parent, child-related costs, you're going to eat up a ton of money. So in New Jersey, Maryland, Connecticut, parents can expect to put less than 60% of their total income into child-related costs. If you're in Nevada, Florida, Arizona, the least affordable states, child-related costs eat up more than 80% of your budget. Kids and money. Whoever would have ever thought you could put a price tag on little bundles of joy, right? So as a financial planner, as a financial expert, I, I caution everyone, and I try to tell everyone, pay attention to what you're spending right now when you're young. As you get older, you're not going to have – there's no financial do-overs. Carefully evaluate the cost of where you live. I was grabbing lunch yesterday, and I, I asked the guy, I go, how do you afford to live here as basically a you know, bartender waiter? He said, well, I got three jobs. I'm like, how are you happy having three jobs? Oh, I'm, I'm not. Do you have cable? He's like, yeah, I'm just getting ready to cut it. And he's actually, truth be told, I'm going to move to Sacramento to live with my girlfriend. And I'm like, ah. And suddenly, like, finally, it's like, that makes sense. So I don't get it. Homeownership should be a question, a financial question that you review with yourself on a regular basis. Transportation, taxes, what are the property taxes in, the, in your area? What about city and state income tax and local sales tax? Child care education, do affordable child care options exist in your area? Furnishings, how much we have to spend on furniture in your lifetime? It's funny because I've got a coffee table. It's, it's crazy old, and it's a little on the embarrassing side. But with that being said, it's not brand new and, and just paid for off credit cards, right? Recreation, entertainment, income, career, how will, you know, uh, how much do you make? Is the sky the limit or not? So keeping housing costs low is one of the smartest ways to manage your expenses. But earning more money is pretty awesome as well. Do you want an old couch, new couch? So transportation. So the, the, the waiter bartender guy. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, he has a BMW. <laughs> I'm like, your car's more expensive than mine, and I make probably ten, at least ten times what he makes. Isn't it nuts what we're willing to spend money on? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Bitcoin.
Bitcoin plunges below 11,000 in crazy end of the year trading. A route has accelerated. Did we see this one coming or not? Bank stocks are going to be my favorite sector going into 2018 based on value and based on a stimulus tied towards the economy, tied towards higher interest rates. Bitcoin, Coinbase just halted selling and buying and selling of Bitcoin due to the price route. U.S. new home sales raced to a 10-year high. Commerce Department said that sale, home sales jumped 17.5% for seasonally adjusted. What's up with that? Um, last month, we saw a surge in single-family home building and sales of previously owned homes. So these are new U.S. single-family homes. So builders are building fast. New home sales, which are drawn from permits, are volatile on a month-to-month -month basis. They rose in all four regions. So supply and demand. Again, I live in a... Seven years ago, I would say, I live in a sleepy town of single-family homes. Now, I live in a hustling, bustling town of single-family homes, but a ton a ton of apartments have come in. And when those apartments come in, it hurts my the value because it used to be a sleepy town. Now it's a bustling city. It used to have no housing options. Now it has housing options. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. From hurricanes to fires, 2017 tested our budgets and our, our wills. As far as how much can you, how much of this can we take? The final GOP tax bill left a $7,500 credit for electric vehicle purchases intact. That was a big win for Tesla. That could have gone ugly had that been stripped out. The House aimed to reduce or eliminate tax credits for wind and solar powers. A complicated provision known as BEAT could still dent investment in renewable energies. I hope not. So the idea of renewable energies is it's it's lovely, isn't it? Apple's being sued after admitted to slowing down older iPhones. I don't know how I feel about that. On one level, should they ask our permission to do it? Of course. On another level, is it that big of a story? I don't think so. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Don't forget to get signed up for my my big seminar, my big fat lovely seminar coming up January eleventh. In Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, use the code RADIO25 when you sign up and get in for free. It's at robblackshow.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. The lawyer and the pharmacist when walking through paradise. <laughs> and all the 
little Regina Spector taking us to break. Crying and bleeding and coughing and shaking. Thanks for listening to the show this year. I will always do my best to help you, financially speaking, to get ahead, to get to retirement. That's my goal. The vast majority of Americans consider themselves middle class. I want to just get you to retirement so that you can live from 60 to 100 and hopefully leave a little money behind for your loved ones so that you don't run out of money because that's stressful. When you're 20, you have time and you don't even think about saving. When you're 50, your ability to earn income is down to the last 10 years, roughly. You will hit an age where people hold against you your ability to earn income. So sometime between 20 and 50, you got to get your plan together. People make a lot of mistakes out there. People get married for the wrong reasons and they get divorced a little bit too quickly. Financially speaking, it, it can hurt you. Don't take financial advice that you can't understand. I think it's important to have someone that you trust financially speaking. I typically work for beer, which means you, co you contact me and you say, hey, Rob, can I ask you some financial questions? I'm like, buy me a beer. One of the things I'm going to say is, like, show me what you got. So get some of your assets in one place. Figure out your bank account, your brokerage accounts, your savings, your emergency money. When you're going through a divorce or when things are going bad in your life, your emotions can dictate a lot of, a lot of decisions. And you can make a lot of bad financial advice. You can try to be too clever with money. So don't be emotional. Don't be too clever. You're not like, I know some people who bought Bitcoin because they thought it was a fun idea. It could make me rich. That's a bad way to go about it. In my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. How does the end of the year happen? I don't know. Amazon dominated 2017. They are my story of the year. When they picked up Whole Foods, the world went, what just happened? Aren't they the book, CD, DVD delivery company? Uh-huh. And when they did Amazon Prime, it was like, we, that made sense. But when they picked up Whole Foods, we're like, what's interesting, right? So not only did they pick up Whole Foods, they picked them up after Whole Foods fell, which could be wise. And they picked them up with shares of the company, which went up 60% in the air. This has been a weird year of brands, and I think it gets only weirder. You remember in 2017, Fox smashed their cured coffee machines in protest, Fox devotees. 
Tiki brand had to tell consumers that its torches are not used for white nationalist rallies. Bose and Under Armour issued statements to assure football fans that they respect the American flag. Papa John's blamed disappointing pizza sales on NFL players' political demonstrations. It's been a weird year. It's been a weird year for brands. And Facebook and Twitter seem to be the two vehicles that divide America. And I'm not blaming them. I think we're a divided America. We're just louder about it because we have Facebook and Twitter. You know, Senator Elizabeth Warren getting called goofy and Pocahontas and Kim Jong-un being called short and fat and Mika Brzezinski from Morning Joe with Trump, you know, teasing her that she was bleeding badly from a facelift. Twitter is pretty divisive, right? In February, Under Armour CEO Kevin Plank made a single comment on CNBC that dogged his company for the rest of the year. He was amongst some of the CEOs that had breakfast with President Trump. And to have such a pro-business president is something that's a real asset for this country, he tweeted. And he got dogged all year long for it. And uh, Steph Curry from the NBA said he agreed with, he's an Under Armour athlete. He said he agreed with Kevin Plank if you take the ET away from asset, that he thinks President Trump is a real asset. And Curry said, take the ET out of it. Like, one guy says something, another guy makes fun of the guy for saying something. It's been an interesting year, ladies and gentlemen. Please take care of yourselves and your families and your loved ones and tell them that you love them and find something positive during the holiday season. Come back in 2018 stronger, smarter, wiser, faster, and uh, let's have a good year. We had a good year in 2017. Let's do it again in 2018. We'll figure it out together. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Any seminar, sign up. Just use the code RADIO25. Get in for free as a radio listener. Talk to you soon. Views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Hi, this is Rob Black from Rob Black and Your Money. New year, new seminar. Retirement income strategies and estate planning with CFP Chad Burton and Rob Black. Thursday, January 11, 630 to 830 at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever, but focusing on a few essential issues can help increase your income in retirement and your chances of enjoying a secure future. CFP Chad Burton will discuss transitioning your portfolio from the accumulation phase to income, passive versus active portfolio management, choosing the right accounts to draw from. New tax laws and new tax law strategies will be discussed. Good and bad retirement products, how to handle Social Security, and protecting your estate from long-term care costs. In addition, I will discuss the market outlook for 2018, and Attorney Michelle Lerman will explain how to update your estate plan to reflect the latest laws. Please join us for our Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, Thursday, January 11, 630 to 830 at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Registration is $25, but free for radio users if you use the code RADIO25 to get in for free.